Welcome to the Fidget TV Network. This is Elder Newson. Uh, we want to welcome all of you as subscribers to our YouTube and Facebook social media channels. We just want to uh, extend our, our thank you to each and every one of our listening audience. And we want to say to the people of God, please continue to follow us as we expound on the Word of God on a weekly basis. Our air times are on Monday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. And on Wednesdays, we start at about 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Please join us there weekly. On Friday, we have our prayer, Touch and Agree Hour. So if you have any prayer requests or any petitions that you'd like to have uh, connected or Touch and Agree with, please join us there. We hope to see you soon. So remember to subscribe, and we hope to see you there. God bless you.
Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you today. We bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, we want to say God bless you on the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast today. Uh, we are here in the name of the Lord, and uh, we are very, very grateful and thankful uh, to the Lord for his manifold blessings that he has bestowed upon the people of God, as well as myself and my family. We want to say uh, Merry Christmas and uh, uh, Happy New Year to those that uh, are preparing for watch service. Uh, we know we haven't made that threshold yet, but we're yet believing God if the Lord's will. We look forward to uh, watch service uh, with the people of God and with the saints. And so uh, we just anticipate uh, the blessings of the Lord. And we should not expect anything less uh, because we walk by faith and not by sight. And no matter how bad it is or how bad it's been this year, uh, we are blessed. And so uh, count yourself blessed if you're still here and give God praise, hallelujah, for his manifold blessings. And so we wanted to share with the people of God that we hadn't been on uh, for the past several days uh, due to the fact we uh, came down with, uh, uh, I guess, flu virus or whatever the case may be. Uh, but however, uh, the Lord has granted us uh, the strength and the weather with all uh, to uh, recover uh, from all of those different things. And so uh, this is why we uh, continue to pray and seek God and believe God because uh, no matter what happens to the righteous, according to Psalms 34 and 19, it talks about many are the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver us out of them all. And I'm so glad that God delivered me uh, and brought me through uh, the flu virus. And those of you that are battling with RSV, flu virus, and COVID, and all these other things, uh, trust God and know that he will bring you through. Uh, we want to offer prayer before we get started. Uh, have a lot to talk about because uh, today we're going to reflect just a little bit on this year, how good God has been to us. He's been uh, marvelous. He's been wonderful. And uh, you would know, even though God has been great, we've also had uh, trials and we've had tests throughout this year. And the Lord has allowed the people of God to prevail. And I want to encourage the saints and say to the saints right now, uh, you keep holding to God's unchanging hand and build your hope on things eternal. Hmm? This is not uh, what people think it is. This is real life. This is not playing church. This is the real thing. And when we live saved and we live sanctified and we live a holy life before uh, the God that saved us, he said God will bring us with him. And so I truly believe if we leave here or expire, God will bring us with him. Hmm? But if you are playing games and you've been, you know, 
slipping and tipping and, and dipping and doing a lot of things you shouldn't be doing, you have a reason to be worried. Praise God. But the, but the people of God, there is a rest unto the people of God, and they can be assured that God will bring them with him, uh, those uh, not only that alive and remain, but those uh, that uh, sleep in Christ. And so we got to know that the promises of God are sure. And that's not what we want to talk about today, but we wanted to just start out there as a word of encouragement to the people of God is just to know that uh, affliction uh, does not uh, stop uh, and does not hinder uh, the faith of the people of God. And the reason why I say that is we got to trust God all the way till the end. Because we know that the race is not given to the swift. And so I say to the people of God, be encouraged, especially those of you that are striving. And uh, we're going to get into some things today, but we want to uh, definitely uh, say to the people of God, God bless you. Thank you for praying for us and praying uh, for the people of God and continue to pray uh, for Elder Newsom, Sister Newsom, and uh, all of our leadership. Let us continue to pray for them. And we do want to honor God who's ahead of our life. And we want to give honor to our pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church and Lady Paulette Murchison. And to my own uh, lovely wife, uh, Missionary Janice Newsom, we thank and praise God for her. Um, she happened to be on break. And so um, one of these broadcasts, I guess she'll be joining us. And so we thank and praise God for her being on her breaks and she uh is out until the new year and so we thank and praise god for that but we want to say to all of you as a people of god uh very very serious note uh this is praying time and i want to say to the people of god uh keep praying keep trusting and believing god and no matter what you're going through and what you're experiencing uh i want to let you know we're all going through something and uh want to give a heart out uh, plea and cry out, uh, and I hope you will cry out with us uh, for all of our pastors and leaders. Uh, they're going through tremendously. They're under immense. Listen to me. I know we just think, you know, happy-go-lucky because we go to church and we jump up and down and we have a good time praising the Lord, but our pastors are going through, and I'm talking about all pastors, they're going through um, immense amount of pressure at this time. And I want you to pray with me and pray for them sincerely. They're going through an immense amount of pressure. Not, not just the devil, it's the people. The devil and got in the people. I'm just going to tell you like it is. Hmm? The devil and got in some of these people, and we need to pray for our pastors because they have an immense job to do, and they need the Lord's help, and they need our prayers uh, to be able to uh, lead and direct uh, self-willed, rebellious, uh, just straight-out stiff-necked people. Praise God. I'm going to tell you like it is. You got folk. Oh, uh, let me get out of here. I got to get. We need to pray. I'm just going to say that. We need to pray, and we need to pray together. It's time out. Uh, we can do more together than we can apart. Continue to pray 
for my pastor, Bishop Murchison. Uh, pray for him that God will continue to give him strength and the grace and the weather with all uh, to deal with some of these issues that's coming up on the body of Christ, as well as you and your churches and your ministries. You know, we're all going through something. And I want you to pray uh, for those that are uh, in uh, sync with the pastors, in step with the pastors, and all of their help and those that are assisting them, that we would all uh, bombard the altar of grace. And, you know, we need to get on the altar and cry out, you know, what I'm saying is uh, we need the Lord to do it again. And I'm seriously saying all of us, you know, it's time out for this form. And, uh, you know, I'm saved. I'm doing well. But if you're doing well, pray for me. Hmm? You know, take some extra time and things are going well for you. Pray for me because I want to let you know these are praying times. Pray for our mothers. Pray for our sickness among us. Pray for those souls that God will fill the souls with the Holy Ghost. Uh, let us pray uh, that the Lord of harvest will bring forth, you know, uh, souls into uh, his church because uh, we truly can see uh, the, you know, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And so let us pray that the Lord of harvest would reap and that we will go out and labor and work and we will share this gospel with somebody that don't have it, somebody that don't have Christ, that don't know Jesus in the pardon of their sins, that don't have salvation, somebody in your family. Don't go another year without telling somebody in your family. We've had so many funerals this year. Oh, glory be to God. I'm back in reflection now. And we've had so many funerals this year. And, you know, the, the the real grave and sad part about it is a lot of them that uh, left here didn't know Christ. And let's, let's get on our job uh, with sharing the gospel of Christ with somebody that don't know Jesus Christ. All right? So let us do that. Please pray for us. Uh, continue to pray for our Mother Heron, our Mother Summers, Mother Flowers, all of our precious mothers. Hmm? Let us pray for all these pastors, you know, uh, Bishop Tompkins, uh, uh, First Lady Beth Tompkins, you know, uh, Pastor uh, Bishop Dexter Williams and uh, Pastor Williams. Let us continue to pray for all of these saints, you know, that are, per, you know, uh, laboring in the vineyard and preparing the hearts of the people for the coming of the Lord. Let us pray for all these apostolic pastors, all of these pastors. Doesn't matter what denomination they're in. They're going through an immense amount of pressure right now. Some of them are closing the doors of their church because people won't give. People won't uh, come to church now because of COVID and all these other things that are happening. And so the church is under immense amount of pressure to continue to uh, uh, exist in the sense of where it can operate effectively in its full capacity. Now, everybody's not experiencing the same thing. So I wanted to let you know, everybody's not experiencing the same thing. But saints, we need to pray uh, in unison. We need to pray and be with one accord for all pastors and leaders that the Lord will send the help because the Lord is our helper, that the Lord, if the Lord don't help us, who gonna help us? <laughs> oh, glory be to God. And so we're praying and I'm praying 
that the Lord would not only help these pastors, but he would help me. Praise God. Hmm? I need help. Oh, y'all, look at me if you want to. But as ministers of the gospel, we all need the Lord's help. And we can't do this alone. Hmm? This is not a uh, this is not a Lone Ranger type ministry. We need the Lord's help, praise God. And I want to let you know, I'm petitioning and I'm advocating and I'm asking for the people of God, the saints that are praying, not the ones that's playing, but the saints that's praying to pray for me, pray for my family, pray for our unsaved loved ones. Let us pray for the different things that are fastly approaching. Laws are being passed right now, right up under the church's nose, things that working against the church, spiritual wickedness, you know, in high places. So we need to pray, saints. And we know we're fast approaching the end time, but we want to pray that God will bless the church and those that are laboring, that they will continue to have the uh, strength and the virtue and the weather with all to continue to do the will of God in these uh, testing times that we're in. So that's what we're asking you to pray for. Continue to pray for our senior bishop, Scott, our uh, presiding, assisting presiding bishop, as well as all of our executive bishop board and all of the pastors and district elders, district elders and pastors in the NPPCI organization. So let us continue to pray uh, also for uh, the brotherhood, the, uh, the men of valor, I want to pray for the men of valor of the NPPCI. Let us pray for them. Their conference is coming up in February of 2023. So let us pray for all these different things, saints. Um, I do want to say this. Uh, uh, let us pray for those souls that have been displaced, especially those uh, in Buffalo, New York, uh, in different various airports in various cities. Uh, let us pray for them. Some people traveled at, at one of the worst times. And uh, I know they wanted to see their loved ones, but they still didn't get to see their loved ones. Some people still sitting in airport hubs right now because of Southwest has had some kind of malfunction or meltdown. And I only say this to say that uh, we need to pray because some people, they don't know what to do, but we know what to do as believers. We know when, uh, we can't get an answer from nobody else. We can go to God in prayer and we know uh, God will answer prayer. So let us continue to pray uh, for those uh, different things. Let us get ready to go before it's thrown. We're going to go ahead and get into our word on today. We do have a word for you and we want to uh, reflect for the first uh, five or 10 minutes and we'll get right into uh, our topic that we want to uh discuss on today. And we got kind of like uh, quite a bit to cover, but we're going to just try to go as far as the Lord will lead us. So pray for us. Let us go before his throne. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you once again, O oh Lord, for your manifold blessing on today. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank you, Lord, for, O oh God, your wonderful works toward us. And Father, as we pray in the name of Jesus, we ask, oh God, you would look on, oh God, these precious leaders, God, hallelujah, that you will 
called and chosen and empowered, oh God, to labor in this vineyard. We ask you would touch them right now and grant them strength, oh God, and give them direction right now. We pray, God, for a special anointing. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We pray that a special anointing, God, will continue, oh God, oh God, to be dispersed upon those that you have called to do this work in the name of Jesus, God, that you would grant them with all wisdom, power, and virtue that will cause them to triumph in these difficult times that we're in. And Father, we pray for the advancement of the ministry that souls will be saved. Oh God, that, oh God, hearts and unbelievers will come to repentance. And oh God, that backsliders will be reclaimed. And oh God, that you will send a great revival. Oh God, before you return for your people. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory, honor, and praise. And we thank you right now for victory. Look on all of our mothers. Look on our deacons. Look on, oh God. Oh God, our evangelists and ministers, oh God, and those that are laboring, God. Touch in a special way. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory, honor, and praise. Direct us now, God, as we decrease. Let your anointing increase. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We decree and declare, and we thank you for it. And it is so. And we decree it to be done to the glory of God. And we give your name the thanks. And we give your name the praise. In the precious name of Jesus. These are another blessing we ask in Jesus' name. To the glory of God. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. So we thank God for, amen, the word of prayer. And so we want to get right into uh, the word uh, for this hour. We want to talk about uh, empowered and improved. And uh, we know throughout this year, uh, we all uh, have things that uh, we like to do better. Uh, we have a, a better uh, uh, outlook and prospect on uh, vision uh, and direction uh, that we would like to go in. Some would like to pivot. You know, if I would say this, some would like to pivot. You know, this year we started out in one direction and things went in another direction. And as things went in another direction, we found out that God caused us to pivot and to be flexible and to be able to turn on a dime because these are the times that we're living in. We're living in the end times. And because we're living in the end times, we want to talk about this subject as we, uh, this is our final series. Um, on this subject for this year, we got a new series coming uh, for January, if the Lord's will, if the Lord allows us to still be here uh, and the, the Lord continue to be gracious to us. We look forward to that, but we want to talk about this final series today, Empowered and Improved. We've talked about it for the last several weeks. Uh, we had part five now. We do have a part six, but we're going to we're gonna pin that one for a while. We're going to go into this next series and when we finish the next series, we'll pin back over to uh, version six of Empowered and Improved because uh, it kind of links uh, after our next series uh, dealing with something uh, that we want to talk about during the month of January. But these series are serious. But let's take a look uh, as we talk about Empowered and Improved. There were some things that 
uh, we could have done better or we should have done better or could have done better. But as things progressed and as things went on this year, um, things happened. And we know as a people of God, as things happen, we too uh, must have a vision. And I want to talk about this for a minute. Uh, when we talk about vision, we want to talk about things that come up. This year, questions came up, maybe not with you, but probably somebody in your family or somebody close to you or somebody that you knew. The question came up, uh, uh, why? You know, uh, sometimes we uh, have been called to serve uh, uh, God. And as we try to exemplify uh, uh, the characteristics of, of what God wanted us to represent, uh, some people throughout this year uh, ran into uh, trouble, ran into despair, uh, ran into depression, ran into uh, a lack of desire or, or lost they want to along the way or uh, to continue to move forward. And I want to uh, share with you, uh, even though all these things may have came, you know, at us, uh, I hope that we still see the bigger, uh, uh, the bigger piece or the bigger picture as it relates to things that clouded our pathway, you know, uh, in Psalms, he talks about the word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. Some things got in our way this year and some things, uh, happened beyond our control, not only to you, but to me as well. But I want to say we still must have vision. We still must keep vision as believers and look at the bigger picture because uh, the picture is greater than all of us together, but we must be together for the vision to come to pass. Hmm? It says in the scripture, you know, write the vision, make it plain that they may run, you know, and not faint. For the vision is only for a while. This is the important part. The vision is for a while. <laughs> and so since we have... uh the time clock. Uh, we've been empowered, but there's also a time clock that we must all uh, deal with. God is not on a time clock. He's the only one. Uh, things don't work uh, with him as relationship. You know, he operates in relationship to time, but time does not affect uh, God's decision. Praise God. I'm going to put it like that. Time does not affect us, our sovereign God's decision. All right? So I'm going, I know I'm hitting some theological points, but I want to get to the scriptorial point. Time does not affect God's decision. All right? He gives us time, and he uses time uh, uh, to uh, 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 let us know um, uh, that he is God. So we're human. So we're our relationship is limited to time. Hmm? But God is infinite, and, you know, he's all-knowing, and, uh, you know, he's omniscient. You know, so he's omnipotent. He's all-powerful. So, you know, so God is not limited to any of these things. 
but we are. And because we are, we got to look at the vision. And sometimes we spend time and we waste time. This is why I bring time into this. We waste time on asking why. Uh, and sometimes we lose hope. Sometimes we get depressed because we're dealing with all the negatives. Praise God. We're dealing with all the negatives of things that affect us. And so I want to encourage the people of God is don't look at the negatives. Grab the positives of that God has allowed all of these things to happen. There was something that happened to me uh, uh, the 1st of December. I'll just put it like that. I'll throw it out there. And I kept, I was not happy, and I was asking God about something. And he shared with me why that thing was so. And when God gave me the answer, it almost knocked me down, praise God. Why? Because sometimes we can't really handle all, sometimes we're not really ready for the answer that God has for us. Praise God. Hmm? And when God gave me that answer, God let me know that I was showing you something. I want to show you something. And sometimes, sometimes it is very, very true. God wants to show us us more than anything. But clearly, God showed me a vision, praise God. And when God showed me the vision, I understood that there was a greater cause that was needed. All oh, glory be to God. I'm oh, I don't know if anybody been through what I, uh, somebody out there have experienced this. I, I know if you feel with the Holy Ghost, there is somebody that, besides me that have experienced this, praise God. But I just want to share with my viewers and subscribers, if you're going through something, you're dealing with something, grab the positive and, and, and the why you, when you asking God, don't grab the negative and asking why, but grab the positive and asking why. And when I grab the positive and asking why, I said, God, you are not allowing this to happen without me getting an understanding of what's going on here. And God spoke to me and let me know. This is the reason why. And when he showed me that, that let me know that was a greater call, a cause on my behalf to get the work, praise God. And so it's very important that we that we take a look at these things because we sometimes we deal with the negative. And so this is why I deal with the point of empowerment. God has given us the Holy Ghost to empower us uh, to endure and deal with challenges and deal with issues, praise God. Hmm? And we can't always, we, and we should not always, even though there's, there is going to be a time where the negative has to be dealt with. But there's a proper time God is set to deal with the negative. And we need to deal with all the positive that God set before us that we might accomplish vision. Praise God. Hmm? I know I'm speaking volumes today to somebody we must think about the positive that we might uh, be able to uh, walk in that vision that God has laid out for this space of time. Praise God. Now, look, when we look at empowerment, we're going to go to a scripture here. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4. I want you to go with me. I did enough talking. Now we're going to give you the scriptural point of view. We're going to Ephesians chapter 4. 
All right? And he says here in Ephesians uh, chapter 4, and we're going to verse number 11. Let's go to Ephesians 4 and 11. We're going to go there, and we're going to skip down to Ephesians uh, uh, 4 and uh, 22. All right? We're going to go to Ephesians 4 and 11. We're going to skip down to Ephesians 4 and 22, and then we're going to go over to Romans, and then we're going to go over to 1 Corinthians. But I want to show you something here. As we look at empowerment, we must look at vision. All right? And vision will guide us. All right? You know, God never gives a vision that leads us away from uh, his divine will or purpose. Hmm? So God will, will never lead us where his grace cannot keep us. All right? I want to let you know, his will will never lead us to a place where his grace cannot keep us. Hmm? And Jude says, Jude 24 said, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, present you faultless. So God is able to keep you in no matter what state that you're dealing with or going through. But we must look at where we must be found in the scriptures. Now, let's go to Ephesians 4 and 11. He said, and he gave some apostles. All right. So he gave some apostles. God has given the church an enormous responsibility. Hmm? And he said he gave some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Why? We asked the question to God, why? And then God showed me the vision and he showed me what the vision was about. And it's for the perfecting of the saints. Look at this. So things happen to us that we might be perfected in God. Hmm? Uh, ain't no easy way of getting through this school of God. Oh, glory be to God. I know you can cheat on your test paper in college. Oh, glory be to God. I know in high school and elementary, you can look on and get somebody else homework. Oh, glory be to God. But when it comes to the Lord doing this, oh, glory be to God. Oh, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Even though Paul had all these degrees and all these uh, uh, other uh different types of uh, backgrounds of knowledge when he went through uh, the learning that Christ had to teach him. Hmm? And Jesus himself, he learned obedience through the things which he suffered. So we're being taught as we grow in grace, in the grace of God. And no matter if we're called as an apostle or we call as a prophet or we call as an evangelist or a pastor or a teacher, God is still the one that's giving the vision. Oh, glory be to God. I know, I know I'm messing up. God is the one that's giving the vision, praise God. And look at this. We don't have a vision if God don't give it to us. Look at this. Well, personally, you may. Let me take that back. Because somebody may say, well, I got my own personal vision. Well, you might have your own personal carnal vision. But we're talking about spiritual right now. You don't have a vision except God give you the vision. Praise God. Look at this. He says, the reason why he did it was for the perfecting of the saints and for the work of the ministry and for the edifying of the body of Christ. This is all about Jesus Christ. This is not about you. Oh, glory be to God. And sometimes as leaders, as elders, 
as people of God, we make it about us. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. I got to get out of here. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm just trying to encourage you that you will have a better, oh, glory be to God, a better outlook in 23. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. Look at this. The empowerment was for guidance. It was for God to guide them. And he says, the comforter whom the Father sent in his name is going to lead and guide you in all truth. Mm -hmm. So this Holy Spirit God given us, he's given it to us for the vision to guide us toward his vision. Anytime we say we have a vision from God and we're going away from holiness, oh, glory be to God. That vision is not from God. Oh, glory be to God. I'm going to clap on now. That vision is not from God. Anytime it, all oh, glory be to God, conflicts, all oh, glory be to God, with God's plan to save man. Praise God. Look at this now. I know. I know. I'm trying to go somewhere here, but let's take a look here. He says here in Ephesians 4 and 11, some apostles, prophets, some evangelists, pastors, teachers, and the reason he did it was for the protect, perfecting of the saints till we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. When we get to this scripture, unto a perfect man, we think it's just dealing with uh, living a perfect lifestyle, even though that applies uh, to living holy. But this scripture talking about full grown in, low, in the Lord, being full grown in God, Hmm? And there are stages that God take us through as we grow over here. Hmm? And some of us, Paul talked about in Corinthians 3 there, he said, I fed you with milk. Huh? And, 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 you, and, and he said he would have fed them with some meat, but they weren't able to bear it. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? And I want to let you know, oh, glory be to God. The Bible says for everyone that's unskillful, he told us desire the sincere milk of the word. And so milk is for those that are not a full age. Hmm? And so as we talk on this topic today, empowered and improved, you know, you know, this is not necessarily for, you know, uh, babies that spitting up. Praise God. Hmm? This is for those that want to grab hold uh, to at least uh, the pottage meat or the hot dog, praise God, something that you can chew on. Hmm? You're not, just not, not quite ready for the steak yet. But let's take a look here in the scripture. He says here, for the perfecting of the saints. And he says, till we all come into the unity of the faith of the Son of God unto a perfect man. Hmm? unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children, hmm? tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up unto him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, 
from the whole body, fit joint, fit joined together, fitly joined together, compacted, that which every joint supply, according to the effectual working, in the measure of the of every part, make it increase of the body unto the edifying of itself. This is about everybody in Christ working toward the same vision. And the only way we're going to get on the same vision or work toward the same vision is we have to get rid of division. And how do we get rid of division? Hmm? We have to, oh, glory be to God. We have to find out in our ministries where, where our weak spots, where all the culpabilities, where all the vulnerabilities are. I know people don't like talking about their weaknesses, but we need to find get, get to those. You is only as strong as your weakest link. And we need to get uh get down to business and praying and fasting and seeking God about these vulnerabilities. Because it's enough, it's enough to say that we're strong. It's another thing to talk like we're strong. Hmm? But it's another thing to live like you're strong. All praise be the name of God. And that's where it counts the most when you living like you strong. Because when we live like we strong, everybody, the world will see, the church will see, unbelievers will see, and everybody that come in contact with you will see that you are a child of the king. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? What a mighty God we serve. Hmm? Why settle for less? When God has given you the best, given you his best, all glory be to God. Look at this. Empowered and improved. And some of us, we're claiming that we've been empowered, but we have not been improved. Because our character, our attitude, our demeanor, hmm? even people that know us, that truthfully know us, Hmm? Know that. We may have been empowered, but we're not improving. And we need to improve in the areas that will be pleasing unto God. Now, let's skip down to Ephesians 4. Let me show you wh why we need to be improved. Ephesians 4 and 20. He said, but you have not so learned Christ. If so be you have heard him, and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. That you put off the former conversation, the old man. Hmm? Some of us, we ain't got that nasty talk out of our mouth. But we're saying we say. Hmm? Some of us, we ain't got, oh, glory be to God. Huh? Put off the former conversation, the old man which is corrupt and deceitful lust. You own, it's deceitful. Hmm? We got folks sitting up in the church. Hmm? We got folks sitting up, you know, saying they say, hmm? but back in the day, they wouldn't allow you to, oh, glory be to God. They wasn't allowing that. Hmm? We've gotten to a place of acceptance. But back in the day, those old bishops and pastors, they will call you out on the carpet. Praise God. Hmm? And uh, it made us it made us better uh, 
it made us better saints because we had a fear and a reverence for God. But now we at a time now where people are seared. Their conscience are seared with a hot iron. Hmm? And what are you saying, Elder News? Some people, they don't care what the pastor say. They don't care. I'm just going to tell you like it is. They don't care what the pastor say. They're going to have them a girlfriend, hmm? and they're going to go out and do whatever it is they want to do and know that they're in a hole in this church. Huh? <laughs> I got to get out of here. I got Y'all have made me drift now. Let me go back to my subject. But empowered and improved. Look at this. He says here, as I, as I get back into this, he says here that we put off this formal conversation, the old man. You know how you was talking before you got saved. Hmm? And he says, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. That, that old stuff is still down there, and we need to purge out the old leaven that we, that we may become a new lump. And verse 23 says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. This stuff is going on in your mind. Oh, glory be to God. And you're supposed to have the mind of Christ. Hmm? Empowered and improved. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Why your mind is still uh, back there? Oh, glory be to God. I remember and I know all the old things that I did before I got saved, but I'm not, my mind ain't dwelling on those things. Oh, but my, oh, God has caused my mind to sit into a heavenly place, which is in Christ Jesus. My mind is on the Lord. All oh, glory be to God. And that's where our minds and our hearts should be set. All glory be to God. It should be our, our affection should be set on things above. All glory be to God and not on things on this earth. Praise be the name of God. So we need to check. Uh, we need to check several times throughout the year and see where our minds are. Is it back on the old stuff? Hmm? Is it back with, you know, uh, are we playing the get back game in the church? Are, are we playing, hey, hey, they don't talk to me, I don't talk to them? You know, what kind of games are we playing? Look at this. He says, and that you put on the new man. You claim to be new. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Oh, glory. Huh? I see your new shoes. I see your new outfit. But where is the new attitude? Oh, glory be to God. <laughs> I got to get out of here. Huh? Oh, I see it. Oh, let me get out of here. I'm, I'm going to quit now. I got to go. Hmm? We see a lot of new stuff. But where is the new attitude? Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Uh, if I can see the new attitude, I know. Oh, glory to God. Hmm? Look at this. I'm telling you. God has been, and he still is. He's working on me. But I want to encourage the saints, put on that new man, which is created after God, huh? and is created in righteousness. Hmm? People don't like that word righteousness. You can't get the true holiness if you don't deal with righteousness. And you got people, they claim to be righteous, and they don't, oh, how you righteous and you won't do what's right? Oh, glory be to God. I got to get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? I, I myself, there's no sense in me being on this broadcast telling you to do right, and I won't do right my own self. I got to get out of here. I got to go. <laughs> let me get out of here. But I just want to let you know, look, 
we gotta be striving. Now there's times we got, <laughs> we all got struggle somewhere along the line. But look, it's one thing to be practicing hmm? unrighteousness. And it's another thing to be living holy. Hmm? And when you see people practicing unrighteousness, it's time for them to get saved. Praise the Lord. Hmm? Ain't no sense in you. We ain't going to put no sheet on it. You need to get saved. Praise the Lord. I'm just going to tell you like it is. Righteousness and true holiness. Praise God. Hmm? And my Bible tell me that righteousness shall exalt a nation, and, but sin is a reproach to any people. And I don't care how you slice it, how you dice it. Sin is sin. I don't care who is in. Hmm? If it's in the Pope. Oh, let me get out of here. Oh, let me get out of here. The Pope need to repent. Hmm? Sin is sin. I don't care who is in. Hmm? But we need to lay aside every weight. Hmm? And I won't let you know we have caused God to be grieved with us. Hmm? Because we care in his Holy Spirit and we not doing right. Oh, glory be to God. The Bible said grieve not the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is grieved. And, and if it grieve too long, it's going to leave you. Let me get out of here. I got to go. Let me get out of here. If you grieve it too long, it's going to leave you alone. Because you just, you just shear it. But look at this. He says, wherefore putting away lying why are you oh glory be to god he said wherefore putting away lying and speak every man the truth with his neighbor hmm? we should just tell the truth i'm the one that did it and i'm sorry for what i did hmm? one thing about me if i did something i'm gonna tell you i did it i ain't even tell you i didn't do it i did it and i'm i, I may have to repent for what i did but i'm not gonna lie and say i didn't do it praise the lord hmm? Oh, Lord, help us. Look at this. He says here, put away line. He said, put away line and speak every man truth with his neighbor. Be ye angry and sin not. Hmm? Everybody say they've been empowered and improved. So when you've been improved, the saints get angry. Hmm? But you can't say the devil made you do it, as uh, First Lady Beth was talking about on her broadcast on uh, empowerment, on, on the uh, Rich Word and Empowerment broadcast. She was sharing with us that you can't blame the devil and say the devil made you do it. Hmm? He said, be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Hmm? So you can't say the devil made you do it. You did it because you wanted to do it. Look at this. And he says, neither give place to the devil and let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor working with his hands. Hmm? That which is good. Hmm? That he may give to him that need it. Hmm? Why we always want somebody to give us something? We don't have nothing to give to nobody else and we working. Praise the Lord. Hmm? Says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying. Hmm? My thing is, why are we always whispering? You know, the Bible talks about these whispers. We all be sitting together in the same meeting, and you got somebody want to whisper. Even why, you know, the pastor in the Bible class, you got somebody whispering about something. Hmm? Let the whole class know what's going on. 
Praise the Lord. We all need to hear so we can grow. Hmm? We were taught by our bishop, don't get your own self to Bible class during Bible class. Praise the Lord. Hmm? Look at this. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. And he says, uh, but that which is uh, to the good use of edifying, that it may minister unto grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. I want to say this. Uh, the pastors have an immense job to do. Some Christians fear that any mistake will destroy their witness for the Lord. Hmm? They see their own weakness and they know that uh, none, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say this, they see their weakness and they know that many non-Christians seem to have stronger characters than they do. It's bad when somebody in the world got more strength than the people in the church. I'm dealing with it from the point of just having integrity. Praise God. Hmm? Look at this. Uh, sometimes, uh, individual stumble. Hmm? But it's our job to be empowered and improved. So if somebody in the body of Christ stumble, we all get together, we get around and pray for them mm, and lift them up and encourage them to get themselves together. But we don't pat you on the back and say, uh, uh, you right when you were wrong. No, we said, no, that was the wrong choice. That was not a wise choice of words. We gonna pray for you and let us move on. Praise the Lord. But we not gonna pet you in your mess. Praise the Lord. Let me get out of here. I got to go. We not going to tell you you doing right when you doing wrong. Praise the Lord. And this is where we are today. You know, as we talk about empowered and improved, there's a improving side that we all can improve in. What are you saying, Elder News? Doesn't matter what title we hold, how long we've been saved, how long we've been in ministry. We need to continue to grab hold to vision that comes from God. We need to follow the Holy Spirit that will guide us and lead us if we allow it. Praise the Lord. Hmm? And then the empowerment will come because the spiritual gifts will be activated in the church. Oh, glory be to God. Let me get out of here. And then we wonder where, why the spiritual gifts are laying dormant in the church? Because we need to activate vision. Oh, glory be to God. Huh? And we need to be guided by the Holy Ghost. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? And then once the gifts are activated, there will be an anointing. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, glory to God. And all the anointing hmm, and the gifts themselves take on a greater specific nuance. Hmm? Like the gift of healings will take place. Hmm? People that sick will be healed. Hmm? Then you'll find people more motivated uh, and effective when you pray for a certain kind of disease. Hmm? And God will work through those that are anointed. 
All glory be to God. Hmm? If you're not anointed, God ain't going to work through you. You got to be anointed for the gifts to work. Praise the Lord. Hmm? Now, some people have gifts, but the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. But this, this empowerment anointing to cast out devils, hmm? the disciples asked, why couldn't we cast them out? Because the anointing come through somebody that's been denying themselves. Praise the Lord. Hmm? Been fasting and praying, seeking the Lord. Hmm? And see, that ain't glamorous. Praise the Lord. And so God always also and always empower those that are in their weakness too. The believer that's in weakness, but yet trusting and believing God, God would empower them too. Praise the Lord. Paul had a thorn in his side. He had a thorn in his body, but God still used him. Praise God. Hmm? So your affliction has nothing to do with the anointing. Hmm? You might have an impairment. You might have, oh, glory be to God. You may have a drawback. You might have a situation that may affect your physical faculties, but it does not limit the gift of the Holy Ghost. All glory to God. I got to get out of here. Hmm? So we need, we need to look at all these examples in the scripture. Moses had a speech impairment and, and there was others had other impairments. Hmm? But it did not stop the anointing of God. Oh, glory be to God. I'm trying to encourage somebody today. Hmm? And some people, they say, well, you know, I, I, I can't walk. Well, hey, there's nothing wrong with your lips. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. And so we must continue to work and let the anointing, let the Holy Ghost continue to lead and guide and empower us to the vision that God has laid out before the church. Empowerment. Let's talk about authority. We're going to get out of here now. We're getting out of here. Let's talk about authority. Hmm? It's a manifestation. Hmm? Of the authority. Now look at this. Jesus didn't give his disciples spiritual gifts. He didn't give them spiritual gifts because they didn't get the Holy Ghost yet. Hmm? He didn't give them to them. But he assigned them to task and he gave them authority that they needed to complete the task. What are you saying, Elder News? You as a follower of Jesus, you have the same power, ability, Authority, uh, but you got to step out in faith in order to use it. And this is where we are with empowerment and authority because we feel like we don't have the authority to use what God's put in us. Don't let anyone intimidate you. Mm, oh, <laughs> glory be to God, I got to get out of here. Don't, don't let anyone intimidate you. Hmm? and stop you from using the authority that was given to you by God and the apostles. Let's go to Matthew. I'm going to go there. This authority was given to you, and you ain't got to have no title. Let me go here. I know. I'm, I'm challenging some stuff, uh, 
But look, let's take a look. I'm going to challenge it with scripture. Let's go to Matthew 28. He told him to do this. We're going to go to Mark 16 as well, but let's go to Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Let's go to Matthew 28 and 19. Let's take a look here. All right, let's go to 28 and 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them. The them was the uh, disciples, all right? And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. This is authority here. Hmm? Baptizing them. <laughs> all glory be to God. Jesus gave authority over heaven and earth. He told Peter, what you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And what you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Is that not authority? Oh, glory be to God. And you talking about you being in power, you ought to be improved by now to use this authority. Oh, glory be to God. Stop sitting there and letting people that don't have Jesus not know there's a Savior. Hmm? It's time out for this church. We need to let a dying world know that Jesus saves. All oh, glory be to God. I want to encourage you in 23, all oh, glory be to God. If God allow you to see 23 and throughout the remaining of this year in 22, there is more to do in 22. All oh, glory be to God, because it ain't over yet. Look at this. He said, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things. They observed that it was the name. Hmm? According to Acts 4 and 12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And in the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 2, 36 through 39, he said, and he said, therefore let the household of Israel know assuredly that the same Jesus whom you have crucified, God had made them both Lord and Christ. And when they heard this, all oh, glory be to God, they were pricked in their heart. And they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter stood up in the rest of the apostles. He said, I'm repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and the promises unto you and to your children and those that are far off, even as many, the Lord our God shall call. Oh, glory be to God. I want to let you know, oh, glory. there is a Savior and his name is Jesus. Hmm? And Jesus is his name. Let me get out of here. I got to go. Look at this now. He says here, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you. I'm in uh, Matthew 28 and 20. And he goes a little bit farther here. He gives them the authority. And with the authority, he gives them a reassuring comfort. And he says, lo, I'm with you always, even until the end of the world. All glory be to God. I want to let you know God is with you and you have the authority. All glory be to God to say what God has you to say as it relates to the plan of salvation. Praise God. Hmm? 
you can tell a dying world that Jesus saved. All glory be to God. Hmm? We can tell a dying world that Jesus not only loved you, but he died for your sins. He died so much so, the Bible said God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You should be encouraged today. Hmm? And not only us that's believers that have this assurance, those that don't have it can have this hope. But the Bible said those that have this hope purify themselves even as he is pure. But look at this. I want to go here in Mark 16 and 15 so you can see this. Empowerment and authority. Look at this. Empowerment has to deal with identity as well. Hmm? You can't say you have the authority that comes from Jesus if you deny the Son. Oh, glory be to God. You don't have this authority if you deny the Holy Ghost. Oh, I got to get out of here. I got to go. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? If you deny the Son, you deny the Father also. Hmm? And you got people out here denying the Son, saying he's just an ordinary man, an ordinary prophet. Don't listen to this stuff. Hmm? Because if you deny the Son, you deny the Father also. Because, oh, glory be to God. God was Father in creation, Son in redemption, Holy Ghost in regeneration. Oh, glory be to God. Look at this. He says here in Mark 16 and 15, and he said unto them, go. Go as a command, a commission into all the world. He didn't just say go home. He told them to go. Hmm? And I don't know why we uh, missed this revelation in the scripture. He told them to go into all the world. Why are you still sitting at home? Oh, <laughs> let me get out of here. I got to go. Let me get out of here. Why are you still sitting at home when God told you to go? You don't need, oh, let me get out of here. I got to get out of here. You don't need nobody to tell you to go. Hmm? Well, yes, you do. You need your parents to tell you when to get out the house. But that's about the only time you need somebody to tell you to go. Praise the Lord. Jesus already gave the go-ahead. Look at this. He said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. And people don't realize that this commission is by God. I don't care what method you use, what tool you use. Hmm? The method may change, but the principles stay the same. The gospel don't change. Praise the Lord. Oh, let me get out of here. He said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Look at the authority here. He said, in my name, in Jesus' name. Father's not a name. Son is not a name. Holy Ghost is not a name. Oh, glory be to God. But Jesus is his name. Praise God. And he says here, in my name, they shall cast out devils. And they shall speak with new tongues. Don't let nobody tell you speaking in tongues of the devil. They of the devil. Oh, glory be to God. Because oh, the Bible is right and somebody's wrong. Look at this. He says, speak with new tongues, and, and if they take, shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick. You're talking about authority now. All glory be to God. 
And it's, ain't no, they might recover. They shall recover. Praise the Lord. And so I want to let you know, we have the blessed assurance through the word of God. Jesus told his disciples to go and tell everybody mm, that he paid the penalty for sin. Mm? Oh, glory be to God. And that those that believe in him can be forgiven and live eternally with God. All oh, glory be to God. Hmm? I won't let you know. If you don't know the Lord and the pardon of your sin, we're going to pray for you today. Hmm? Because God wants to empower the believer and those that are not saved can receive the power. Acts 1 and 8 said, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you and you shall be witnesses. If you want to become a witness for the Lord, you need the Holy Ghost. Uh, and you, all oh, glory be to God, you need to be a witness. And the only way you can be a witness is you need the water and the spirit. All oh, glory be to God. You can join the church uh, assembly, but to jo join the body of Christ, you need to be born again of the water and of the spirit. Look at this. He says here, Christians today and all parts of the world preaching the gospel to people. We have a responsibility to preach to them who have not heard it. Hmm? And I want to let you know, we have a great responsibility. I'm closing now. As I close, I want to talk on a final point. And I think we talked on it early in the week, but I want to uh, read something uh, for you. Um. Empowerment has to deal with knowing who you are. Do you know whose you are? Because when we know whose we are, all glory be to God, we won't let circumstances of life, we won't let people that hate on us, we won't let people that despise us, Hmm? Stop the anointing from working in our lives. Praise the Lord. We won't go to work and choke up and live on the work on the job for five, ten years and nobody know you saved. Hmm? The devil ain't gonna hold me hostage. I'm saved. I'm gonna let the world know I'm saved. Hmm? Because when I wasn't saved, the whole world knew I wasn't saved. Praise the Lord. Hmm? Does that sound good enough for you? Hmm? And that's the way we should be in the church. We should not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Paul said, for us, the power of God unto salvation, to them that believe, to the Jews first and also to the Greek. I want to let you know, God has given us a promise, and God is not a renigger. Praise the Lord. And I'm not using, I'm not using a, uh, 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 a term that's not fitting. God is not a renigger. Praise the Lord. Hmm? We renege on a lot of things, but God has set his promise out here. He's given the, he's given the instructions for those that have the vision to carry the vision, to be empowered, and to pass this on down the line to others that will grab it. But the Bible did say 
for he that grabbed the gospel plow and look back, he's not fit for the kingdom. And I won't let you know, my friend, keep looking forward. Keep looking up. Keep looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. And my final words of encouragement to the people of God and to the saints of God and to those that want to be saved and want to walk with the Lord. There's no turning back. Don't look back now. There's no turning back. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? There is no going back. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? I'm on the Lord's side now. And everything is going to be all right. I want to encourage you. It may not feel like it's all right right now, but you're on the Lord's side. Everything's going to be all right. Hmm? These are the faithful words of your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. We love you with the love of the Lord. We pray and hope that you will have a blessed and prosperous new year. We want to say happy new years uh, ahead of time to all of you, uh, just in case. Um, uh, we will be in prayer on Friday, but just in case uh, we don't air the broadcast, we'll probably post it later. But if we do uh, join on the broadcast later, we'd like for you to uh, subscribe to us that you'll be able to follow and get auto notifications. Please click the like or subscribe button so you'll be able to get the auto notifications of our broadcast. We're on all of the uh, social media um Platforms, iTunes, Amazon, Pandora, Spotify, LinkedIn, iTunes. We're on uh, uh, all of the uh, associated platforms. We're on Anchor. We're on uh, all of the different podcast uh, platforms. You name it. We're on Sirius XM. Praise the Lord. All thing you have to do is go to Fidget TV. Praise God. And so we want to let you know we're on all of the platforms. So if you need to follow you know, uh, us on those particular aspects of uh, forms of media, uh, please do so. And we're also here on YouTube and Facebook. And uh, you also can follow us at fidgettv.com, uh, uh, fidgettv.podbean.com. You can also follow us on that. And uh, please click the like or subscribe button so you'll be able to get the auto notifications. We love you with the love of the Lord. We want to say God bless you. May God keep you. Our prayers are with you. We want to pray for those hearts, minds that are out there, uh, those that uh, have special requests. You know who you are that requested prayer. We're going to go ahead and pray for you now and let you know uh, that God loves you. And don't let nobody make you feel like you're not loved. You know, some people leave the church because they feel like they're not loved. But I want to let you know, you got to know Jesus love you. Praise the Lord. Hmm? And therefore, you can hang on in there and you can keep on fighting the good fight of faith. And so we want to pray for those that may be fighting and battling with discouragement. Hmm? You might be dealing with church hurt. You might be dealing with confusion. You might be dealing with just low self-esteem. We want to pray for you. So we're going to go before his throne at this time and we're going to let you go. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we come before thee and before thy throne, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, for those viewers and subscribers and those listeners today that have joined our particular broadcast today. So we talk about empowerment, 
and to be improved. We pray in the name of Jesus that the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, would minister the various gifts of healing that you would minister to those hearts and minds that are out there, God. You would minister help, the strength, oh God, self-esteem, those that are suffering through abusive circumstances and situations. We pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, you would touch and send healing. Those, God, that are dealing with cancer, diabetes, oh God, and various other illnesses, God. We pray in the name of Jesus for you, our healer. Oh God, you are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our God that heal it. We pray in the name of Jesus, oh God, for our leaders and those, oh God, that are yet, oh God, oh God, pressing on the upward way, continue to encourage your people, Lord. We pray, God, as they go throughout the remaining of this year, you would send a special anointing in the precious name of Jesus. Look on Bishop Mark Jones. Look on his family today, Lord God. Look on his mother, God. Continue to touch, Lord. Look on, oh God, oh God, Lois Smith, oh God, and their family and their loss. Touch, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Send healing, send deliverance, God. Send breakthrough, God. Hallelujah, glory to God. Lord, minister, God, to the hearts of your people. We know you can and you will, God. And we know there is nothing impossible Oh, God, with God, touch in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory and praise, and we believe you for healing, deliverance. We ask you would save, God, that heart and that mind that come and turn in repentance, God. You said you would no wise cast them out. We pray, God, you would touch them right now. Oh, God, and point them, God, lead and guide and direct them, God, to an apostolic-based faith church that believe in repentance and water baptism. Touch them now and direct them now. This we pray in the name of Jesus to the glory of God. And we thank you for it. And we forever give you praise in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. And amen. Amen. Praise God. So we want to say to the saints, we love you with the love of the Lord as it relates to our church, uh, those at Pentecostal Power MKE, Pentecostal Power Milwaukee. Uh, there will be a service on uh, Saturday at 9 uh, p.m. starting our watch service per our pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison. So we look to see all the saints at the watch service if the Lord's will and the Lord say the same. Uh, we look to see you at 9 o'clock p.m. on Saturday evening. Amen. So we also God bless you. There will be no service on uh, tomorrow, but there will be service on Saturday at 9 p.m. Prepare yourself for the watch service. Uh, uh, bring your work clothes. Praise God. Put your work clothes on because it's going to be Holy Ghost in action. So we look forward to that. God bless you in Jesus' name.